0: Welcome to Inside Albatross. Inside Albatross is our internal podcast that goes behind the scenes to discover how we work on creating the experience of a lifetime for our guests. My name is Thomas Stack and I'm your host. Our guest today is Jonas Silanmaki, one of our amazing tour leaders from Finland. Jonas just came back from Italy and we talk about his latest albatross tours to Toscana and Verona. Buckle up, here we go. Hi, Jonas, and welcome to Inside Albatross. Hello, from Helsinki. Uh, how is the weather in Helsinki today? Uh, it's sunny at the moment. It's been a bit dro- dark and, and it's cold. Yeah, winter is coming, as they say. Thank you for joining uh, the podcast and I've been looking forward to uh, hearing a little about your, your last trips to uh, to Italy. But let's start about hearing a little bit about you. What is your background and how did you end up with us here at Albatross?
1: Well, once upon a time, I finished my university master's degree and, and had a job in Finland. But I wanted to try working abroad as a, as a tour guide or tour leader. And I'm still trying after 30 years. Yeah. Um, and I've been working earlier for two Finnish or big companies uh, from Finland. And uh, I've been lucky because they sent me also to Kenya and uh, Qatar and Jamaica and things like that so I had quite a nice experience but at some point uh, I was not quite happy with the service concept and and then they told that I'm not gonna work anymore in Italy so I quit and uh, I heard soon after that from a ex-colleague that she's working for a mysterious uh, agency in Denmark that is planning to come to Finland and uh, she asked if i would be interested to do a toscana tour Mm. and the rest is history i started uh, i think it was the first albatross tour in toscana or from finland anyway and and i've been doing about 40 ever since and i'm very happy with them yeah you
0: were you were with us from the very very beginning yeah yeah and you have seen
1: the the albatross how we have grown now in finland yeah, it's, it was amazing because nobody knew about Albatros. It just suddenly came into the market and, and the sales started going up and, and it's been great because for me also because Albatros has a lot of Italian destination, but also Southern Africa and, and I love that area also. I've been fortunate enough to work also there.
0: Yeah. So uh we we are all kind of happy now that we are hopefully at the end of this uh this pandemic and at least travel has started again. And one of the countries that have been most popular for the startup here has been, of course, Italy. So and you have also been you just came home from Italy. Can you talk a little bit about the trips that you just went on?
1: Yeah, I did uh, uh, three Verona tours, and then uh, I came back from Toscana. After two years, it was the first uh, Toscana, and it was great to be back there. And uh, even with the corona restrictions and and, uh, you have to adapt uh, things, but it went surprisingly well. Uh, It doesn't affect that much, really. It was more normal than I expected it to be.
0: Yeah. So of course the the <clears throat> people travel to Italy for many things, experience the country, the locals, the food and everything. So uh, so even not even the restrictions cannot ruin this.
1: No the the PLF uh, that you have to fill in uh, in advance, we all know it's a pain in the neck but uh, the rest is like Italians use the green pass as they call the EU yeah. corona pass. They use it everywhere. You have to have it when you go to a church or, or museum or even in a restaurant. Uh, but uh, everybody has it, so it's it, that's it. And then you have to wear the mask uh, when you are inside. But the rest is like normal.
0: Yeah. What were your experiences with the PLF
1: when arriving at the airport? Well, it seems to be a thing that everybody has to do it, and nobody cares afterwards because yeah. nobody has been checking them really it's the, the the COVID pass that you need. Yeah, yeah.
0: It it's it has been our experience that the the the, the most thorough check of the PLF is done by the check-in uh, personnel in like Helsinki Airport or Copenhagen Airport. These are the ones that really check it.
1: Well, I did uh, self check-in and nobody asked me anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> well-
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's, uh, that might be the easiest way. All right, take us with you to the tour in Tuscana. What were the highlights? What were the special moments of this uh, tour for you?
1: Well, uh, it was so great to see all those pa- places and people and, and so on. Uh, and the weather was so fantastic. And of course, the scenery there is uh, unbelievably beautiful, even in the autumn time. And everybody was uh, happy with the the tour. So I was happy. The highlights, of course, uh, for the clients, it's the the wine farm that we visit because the lady Laura who runs the place, she's amazing. She's such a passionate person uh, that she drags everybody with her life story. And people say often that it's the best day. But uh, also you have everything. You have the big, beautiful Siena. You have the tiny Pienza. Nobody has ever heard if they don't travel with albatross. Haven't heard about Pienza. It's okay. so small that the main street is three hundred and something meters long. But people love it. It's it's like it's so cute. So every day there is something, something new, something different. To me, when you're saying this, it feels
0: like some of the things that people appreciate a lot is the behind the scenes when it gets very close to the local experience.
1: Yeah, it's uh, nice to take them to places that are off the road. And and we have always, on all of Albatros tours, I think uh, there are some of these, these places that are like surprises. People love surprises. What was your personal favorite moment of the tour? Well, I love the biking uh, tour, because I always go with the group, not all of them go. Finns are not bikers like the Danish, but uh, those who join me, to the Montepulciano excursion, they they are a bit afraid the roads are narrow and there's traffic and, and uh, uphill and so on but once they do it, 99% of them love it and, and, and it's always a beautiful day and then we have a walk or even those who come with the bus uh, local bus can join for the walk and, and when we got on the top there with that view, I always tell them to stay silent and just Look, and your soul rests there. Ah,
0: this is a magical moment. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right. You also had a tour to um, or a couple of tours to Verona. Can you tell us a little bit about how that
1: went? There were three of these opera tours, and and actually, I must say that if COVID has something good it is that they have a limited amount of people in the Verona Arena, where you have two evenings with the opera. Uh, uh, every second seat is empty, and even the n- unnumbered seats are now numbered. So it was much more comfortable. Everybody has more space, and so so it was actually uh, luxurious this time, better than uh, before. The uh, performances were, of course, a bit uh, less flamboyant and earlier but it was uh, still great uh, shows and it's a hectic tour four days mm. operas finish very late in the evening and uh, morning you head for the excursion but also the excursions are so nice that that uh, well people survive four days and they they appreciate it, it a lot
0: yeah this this opera in verona has been extremely popular for many years now
1: yeah, no wonder. I mean, I've had people, I had this year a lady who was for the fifth time on the tour with me. Oh, and yeah. she said
0: that, yeah, let's see
1: each other next year again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fantastic. Uh, we, love, we love the happy customers that come back again and again. Can you tell me a little bit, Jonas, now you have been doing this for so many years. What are your secrets about making sure that customers are happy and that they
1: have memorable tours? I don't know if I have anything so secret. It's, I think it's the passion. And, and if you are enthusiastic about the, the tour and the things that you see, then they, also people get enthusiastic about it. But one thing that I, I try to do is that um, I try to avoid... I've heard too many local guides, for instance, dropping names and names and names and years and dates and years and dates. You have to give them the facts. But I try to do it in such a way that, that it's so interesting that they have to listen to me. That they, they, they just want to know more. And and I think that's one one of those things that I've got good feedback. So I don't know if it's a secret, but it's it's something that I concentrate on. I cannot tell a single joke. But I can try to put some humour in between and and, and uh, this kind of little things. But also one thing that Albatros is, is good at is that we have these surprises that out of the pro- outside of the program we have uh, some tasting it's can be cheese or <clears throat> wine or or biscuits or whatever something and we do an extra stop here and there something that is not in the program and even just like a limoncello tasting somewhere uh, in the Verona night after the opera can be such a huge success it can make a big difference uh, such a tiny little thing so those are not really secrets everybody's doing these kind of things
0: Ah, yeah but it's uh, sometimes it's it's, as you say it might not be a secret but uh, there's still a lot of skill to doing it in the right way and what i'm hearing you say here is that instead of maybe Relying too much on facts and dates, you have to also uh, bring in some storytelling to to grip people, so they can feel the heart and the rhythm and the, get the feeling of the story that you are telling.
1: Yeah, whatever you tell, you have to tell it in a way that it's interesting, and also not only the the, the history and past, but also I try to follow the situation in the country and, and explain also the present day life and and how things are running in the country at the moment. Mm. Can you can you maybe give
0: an example of where you would use the storytelling technique on, let's say, the Toscana tour or the Verona tour?
1: Well, uh, for instance, uh, if I present an opera, it has to be so that... I've heard, had a lot of comments that, well, after this, we don't have to see the opera at all because I was so lively, I... Make it in a way funny, but uh, it's hard to explain. It's it's uh, it's a kind of a uh, comes from your personality. Uh, I do it that way. Somebody else does it totally differently, but uh, can be as good and and perfect that way also.
0: Yeah, when w- I'm not um, <clears throat> I'm not expert at Finnish customers. How would you say that the Finnish customers are different than uh, the maybe the other Scandinavian customers that we have?
1: They are different. I really don't know how to analyze it, but they are different. Sometimes they can be more uh, difficult, but also easier. Uh, it's easy to work with them because they follow the rules, and they—they they, I, I suppose all the Scandinavians do. But uh, they are easy to work with uh, generally. Why do you think that the Finnish people they like albatross so much? I think it's it's a value for the money that they get because uh, the tours are not expensive and and they Albatos has also been lucky enough to get a lot of uh, good tour leaders. I know quite a few of uh, of my colleagues and and I know that they are true professionals. So I think that's one of the the things that people keep on returning and and you have the repeaters. Yeah. So there's the the value for money, the good
0: experience with the great tour leaders. Yep. Yeah. Well, if you should explain how uh, Albatross is seen in uh, in Finland, what would be some of the words that the customers would use to describe Albatross? You think?
1: Reliable is one thing because we don't promise t- too much. Yeah. And uh, and then the value for money is it's one thing that that people often say that they they compare with other tours and and they see that the price is cheaper and then even the content is more. Oh.
0: Alright, so Jonas, how is your how is your uh, next month
1: looking? Where are you going now? I'm now staying a while here in Finland, but I have another Tuscany still to do. Toscana is waiting for me one more time. Then there will be Sorrento. From there I will head uh, directly to Penal Madena for the they need me there quickly, so I'm. I will be there.
0: Ah, yeah, cool. Um, we're looking forward to South Africa opening again. Hopefully uh, next year, that would be fantastic.
1: Cross my fingers. I can't
0: yeah. wait. Mm. All right, Jonas. If you look back, what is your favorite customer experience story or service story of your uh, of your time here in Albatross?
1: Oops, there's a lot of things, of course. Maybe. Let's say uh, it's a good teamwork example because there was one Toscana tour a few years back that uh, we heard the day before that there is going to be a a strike, Italian strike. So the flight is not coming. We were staying the last night in in, uh, Rome or at the airport uh, hotel to get very early to the airport. But then suddenly there is no flight. So Albatros flight team started working on it and they managed to get uh, the whole group the same, I mean the next day when we were supposed to fly to the evening flight, must have cost quite a lot but they got this flight. So then I spoke with the driver and the bus company promised that since it's Italians that have caused this trouble so they will give the bus and the driver the, the full day us. So uh, I told the clients in the evening that next morning you can sleep, you don't have to get up, you can have relaxed breakfast, and then we go to see Rome. And I told the driver, drive around, you know Rome, and whatever I see in the window I explain, because I know Rome. And we did a long nice city tour, and then we went to the Vatican, uh, people had free time for lunch, and those who wanted came to St. Peter's with me, and, and then after all that we went uh, back to the airport in the evening and it was a success I mean they had a full extra free <coughs> Rome experience uh, and, and still they were the same day later on uh, of s- same night at least into Finland so the feedback was fantastic and it was because everybody was managed to do the, the things correctly
0: Yeah, yeah, great example of when shit happens, you can still save it by the, by adding to the experience and, and, um, and giving the customer something new. Yes, you have to have a a bit luck also, but, but tell me about it. We have had a lot of luck here the last couple of uh, months and also a lot of, we've been unlucky many times. So this has been a, a roller coaster of a, of a time. And, but we are, like you say, we are just so happy that we are starting to getting back to having tours again
1: yeah everybody is uh the clients are happy i'm happy Albertus is happy so this is a win-win-win yeah exactly that's a nice way to end it so thank you so
0: much jonas for sharing some of your thoughts with us and uh, have a wonderful day
1: thank you you too and uh, keep our fingers crossed for the travel